Welcome back to another episode of Life is Full of Daisies, where we talk all things life. I'm Daisy Ayala, and on today's episode, it's going to be a little bit of a shift. We're actually talking Bachelorette, because some of you that know me personally know I love me, my Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise, and I thought that we should lighten things up a little bit. I know in the past few weeks, we've been doing a lot of harder topics, so we're just going to lighten the mood, and guess what, guys? My special guest today is my younger sister, Norma. The younger, younger one, because there's two younger sisters. <laughs> <laughs> but hello, everybody. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to talk about our topic today. It's going to be interesting. It's fun and flirty and 30 and thriving. So we're talking Bachelorette, Claire Crawley. A lot of people have their own opinion on it. I personally love it because she's giving inspiration vibes to a lot of women that are older and they haven't found their person and you're not settling because we're, we're not like that. You don't need to settle. That's right. You cannot settle like is too short or long who knows and you just can't settle for those of you that aren't a part of the bachelorette franchise it's just something fun reality tv to watch but we're just recapping our first thoughts of some of these guys that are on the show and we're also going to discuss like what our first impression of each guy just based on what we saw maybe norma and i will match we each watched this episode and we were taking notes on our own are we giving a first impression rose out too oh we could do that okay we'll give our own first impression rose and then i'll tell you who i thought was should have gotten the first impression rose okay so we're gonna start off by just giving you a little backstory on Claire Crawley. She started her bachelor bachelorette journey seven years ago when she was on Juan Pablo's season which he was just a jerk. But anyways that didn't end well. And then she did I think with the winter games as well. But she was one that her father passed away. She had the one, the biggest thing which if you watch the show you'll learn that he made a CD for her to listen to whenever, for whoever she's getting get married to and her to watch. But she's just always been a very strong woman individually and she's put a lot of work into herself and she's 39 guys that's big for the bachelor world because a lot of times they'll pick people that are a lot younger mm-hmm. like babies like yeah. 20s like honestly can we all say that we knew everything at our 20 early 20s no. no the fact that they even choose contestants that young like we all know they're there just there to be instagram influencers let's face it because that's literally all they do now it's true but there's no there's no hating on the game you know you you gotta go you gotta do what you want to do you see it you go for the opportunities just show up and do what you got to do. But essentially, this was a big move on the Bachelor franchise because they put someone that's actually mature and older and that's also putting older men on the show as well, obviously to match with her age range. But there's also some guys that are really, really young. Will it work? I don't know. We'll see. I guess only time will tell. But some of you already also know because of social media and somebody was a snitch. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of how this supposedly ends already was leaked. So some of y'all know what happened and supposedly she already is she didn't even make it through the whole season which we're gonna see then if you watch the first show or episode you obviously saw some of the uh, promos for the future scenes and all these guys are devastated because she found her dude but anyways Norma and I are gonna get into the actual show and we're gonna analyze it so here we go here we go let's go let's do it all right so first they started doing like pre the show where they were in quarantine Mm -hmm. so they had all quarantine for two two weeks in La Quinta in California and they got tested and they show all that which honestly that was not necessary totally. we didn't we did not need to see you get a q-tip up in your nose we didn't need to see that we all know it's been hard because we all been living it and then Claire comes out in this 
gorgeous dress, low back ladies. And first of all, like Claire looks amazing for 39. Like, mm -hmm. let me tell you, can she please share her skincare regimen? We need to know because her skin looked flawless. 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 Slaying, y'all. Slaying. Slaying. And then her dress, that dress. Yes, it looked like one of those purses that you got when you were like younger with the. <laughs> The little, but uh, the, the little like sequins on yeah, there sequins. okay so yes it looked like that but you know what she pulled it off because it just fit her like a glove or they made right. it fit like a glove but you know what she looks stunning i'm living for her vibes and i'm just gonna read off like my first initial impressions of a lot of things because i took notes wow what? someone has a lot of time on their hands <laughs> We're in quarantine. We can't do fair. anything. Okay, that's fair. I can't do anything else. But anyways, but, but I took notes because I wanted to do a segment on The Bachelor. Briefly, every week, try to do a little small segment on, like, what happened and what my takes from it were. Um, I won't go through the whole episode. But anyways, first of all, great. And then, like I was telling y'all, she she's, comes in and Chris interviews her a little bit before the she meets all the guys. And some of her story, it's been seven years, and I love the way that she said seven years, it was a girl that walked in. That's right. We heard that. He asked her, who was that woman? And she said, girl. That, if you didn't catch that, that is honestly the way she said it. I was a girl then, but now I'm a woman. And then later on, she references herself as a woman, which she's obviously done the work and done everything mentally physically to like be in a better place because she was also had when she went on the bachelor the first time she had come out of an abusive relationship which anytime you come out of an abusive relationship you do not want to go immediately back into somebody or into the arms of somebody else that just makes you feel a certain way right then and there i think you truly need to take the time to work on yourself so that you can find who you really are and you know what you're looking for in the end. That's right. Because if you don't fix yourself, how can you ever try to help anyone else? So you need to work on you first. Mm -hmm. Like I said, do some work. That's just mentally, like for mental health standpoint, you want to make sure that you are mentally in the right place to be able to love somebody else. Because if your cup is half full and you're trying to fill somebody else's cup, it's not going to work because then you're going to be left empty. And that's, that's right. not the way you should be left. But anyways, so she shows her strength, her growth, and her courage. And I love, love, love that she kept saying, never give up, just show up. Yeah, she right? showed up for sure. The first thing I wrote was, some of these men are babies because they're like 26, 27. Yeah. And she's 39. I mean, I'm sure there's stories where there's people that have that big of an age gap where the woman's older, but I don't know how many. And I personally don't know anybody that has that big of an age gap where it's in the reverse usually it's the man that's older and the woman that's younger which it works what do you mean it happens all the time there's cougars out there with these young babies i guess so but like are they really in love with him is my question that's true like you can it's easy to get in a relationship with anybody but are you really in love with them like the whole point of it is she sacrifices being staying alone and being alone because she didn't want to settle for just the feeling of having someone there for that moment just mm -hmm. to fill that void versus just waiting it out and knowing that he is out there right. you know i will say this like i wasn't the biggest fan of claire because i watched bip the the both seasons that she was on there and then the winter games as well and like i don't know she seemed she was she like she had these really really high standards on what she wanted and then i feel like she on winter games she did get engaged to benoit and i feel like oh, it was fake you could tell it was fake she didn't want it but you 
she just said yes, I think, for, I don't know, for the gram or, you know, for the show, whatever it was. Maybe. But, yeah. But, I mean, hey, it's her. She's doing her thing. And I do hope she finds love. I mean, I, we're hoping that the decision she has made definitely ends in her finding her person. But anyways, here we go. We're going to meet the guys. Um, I love the excitement of all these guys, which obviously this could be editing too. And obviously anybody's stoked to be meeting this possible person that they could marry. But also some, half of these guys, I feel like some of them are here for to start their social media career and gain followers. Let's just be real and call it like it is. So we start with Ben. He's the deep breath guy. He's. I felt like he was very calming. He's got like this just nurturing, I guess, effect. Where on the other hand, I thought he was super monotone and boring, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and there you go. There you go. That's all I have for him. And then the next one was the Riley, the the attorney guy, and he threw out the fact that he was an attorney right away. That was part of his intro, and I was just kind of like turned off by that. Mm. But I think, like I said, it's all editing too, and I think later on when they were showing little bits and pieces of him throughout the first meet, he was, he seemed like he was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then the next one was Zach. I just put meh. Meh. (laughs) Wait, he was the one that looked away from the face too much, meaning he looked at her boobs a lot, considering it was not even... Oh, cleavage showing. Yeah, he did. He kept looking down. I mean, obviously she is shorter, but still, he did keep looking down. I didn't get good vibes. further down. (laughs) Further down. Oh, Oh, and then Jordan was after him. He was the tall drink of water. Yeah. I just laughed out loud at that one. He was literally tall. He was. But, I mean, other than that, he didn't really stand out to me. Mm -hmm. Then So, Jason, he was the one that came in with the belly and paid homage. And he said that he would hold the weight of the relationship. I thought that was really sweet. Mm -hmm. So, he shows a lot of sweetness in his. And that means he did his research. And he seems very funny. Like, Mm -hmm. easygoing Mm -hmm. guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Then Ivan, he was the Filipino guy. He was sweet. That's my boy. He's from Dallas, so I have to, you know. Okay. He he was sweet. He was genuine. Shout out to Ivan. Yeah. Wait, did he get sent home? I hope not. No, I think he's still on there. Okay. Then there was Kenny. I said he was age appropriate because a lot of the first ones, they were like mid-20s, late-20s. And I was like, "Mm, maybe that's a little too young. But anyways, Kenny would think was the first age appropriate one. And I just thought it was so sweet that he put the dogs, uh, the dog Mm t-shirt. I thought that was the sweetest because that means he did his research. He actually is thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, showing something that he knows she cares about. Yeah. Then after that, there was Mike. He bought her the sandals. Oh, that's right. See, there you go. He already knows how to treat a woman because let's face it, we can't all stand in heels Mm -hmm. forever. No, no, no. Then there was. Oh, then there was Blake Monar. He's really young, but he's got great hair. Is what I wrote. Gotcha. <laughs> he's got great hair. That's wow. That's the most that you. Saw what did about. you? What did you get? I didn't even get anything on him. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Then I have Tyler Minnie McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he was in the station wagon. He was the attorney as well. He didn't throw that out though, and he seems very sweet and genuine. And I think we'll speak on this in a little bit about the little drama that came out with that. And it also had a very nice suit. Very velvety also let's side note all these guys what's up with not wearing socks yeah because the promo poster had someone putting on socks so why <laughs> did no one have socks on except well he had socks on maybe that was foretelling mm. 
Mm, mm. I don't know, but whatever. They all didn't wear socks, and then all of them, mad props for these guys going on these shows and actually getting your suits tailored and customized to you because that goes a long way when you have a nice fitted suit. That goes to all any guys that are listening to this podcast right now. If you have a nice tailored suit, form-fitting, and it's just like, oh, hello. Yep, yep that's hello. true. That's big facts. But also, you need to get your sock, sock game up because, come on, like, socks are pretty cool. Yeah. And that's, like, all the rage nowadays is fancy socks. Fancy socks. So <laughs> get your fancy socks. Maybe Norma should come out with the fancy socks. Totally. Line. I literally have socks in my drawer that are all just, like, of stuff, like llamas and She does. She and... collects socks. Anytime we travel, we bring her back that's socks. That's true. If anyone out there who wants to get me any type of gift for whatever, reason socks like playful socks are my thing i love it you can never go wrong with that true true so after the station wagon we have bennett mr harvard oh Oh, that's the rolls royce guy (laughs) so for him even when they did the promo like before they meet claire i just immediately saw him and he was just already bragging about i'm harvard and he's i just felt like my immediate first impression of him is that he is kind of into himself and he is can easily rub people the wrong way especially other guys mm-hmm. because of how he shows his he like wealth himself, yeah so not to say that he's a bad person i don't even know him to no. be honest we don't know but the way he came off it just came yeah. off like he's kind of basically you're showing off like that's not the first topic that you want to present when you're talking to or getting to know someone oh hey i went to harvard and i pulled up in my rolls royce like i mean but yeah i mean i guess if you want that that's fine but, but you should know claire's not like that yeah. like claire's that's not the that way show you like that that his materialistic in a way and i mean if that's your thing cool if that's what you want great then that's your man but i'm not but i just feel like in the sense like bennett claire is completely not that kind of way so Mm -hmm. it's like why are you even here bro are you even here for the right reasons Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then after him it's blake moynez i believe i said it right he's one of my favorites he is my top if i had if i could give him a first impression rose i would give it to him Mm -hmm. just because he seemed very genuine he was a sweetheart he gave her a long hug and then she reached out to get another hug i think that was the first one that she reached out for the hug they didn't have to reach out for the hug so yeah so i was was like some type of connection there but then later on, we find out with Blake that he had reached out to her just Prior to check to on her. I know. Mm-hmm. So they kind of already had some sort of connection, mm-hmm. yes. But still, it's like she appreciated that because... So let's go into... So sometimes whenever you're in a really bad place, sometimes God works in mysterious ways where that certain person or somebody, the right person will reach out or you're put in front of in your path the right thing that you needed right when you needed it to get you out of that funk or to get you out of that mindset. So I was like, maybe that was what happened there. And obviously if they don't end up... They won't... If they don't end up together, he's still going to be a very nice gentleman for any lady mm-hmm. to have because mm-hmm. whoever has him, he just honestly seems like a great guy yeah and well are we gonna talk about the kiss or no is that later i mean we can go ahead and talk about that yeah Yeah, she she kissed him later on when they were already in the in the mansion you know getting to know each other that was the first kiss let's let's say that that was the first kiss. but he didn't get the first impression rose nah because well for other reasons that we'll talk about later yeah Yeah, we'll get into it in just a minute but still blake moines is probably my top and he got my impression rose y'all yeah he just seems so so sweet he was the one that was like pet 
petting her pup. Her oh, lab. Yeah. Her lab. Well, I think Tyler was also doing that yeah. a lot. Anyways, Chris, he was 27. I said he was just too young. And then AJ, he was kind of weird. And very he kept awkward. looking down at her chest as well. Yeah, he was very awkward. He was wearing the maroon suit, y'all. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, if you don't mm-hmm. remember. And then after that, we have Joe, who is 36. And he's the funny doctor. And he had some humor like, I'll, I'm here to save you. And then he's like, I'm here to save your heart. Oh, I thought that was cute. Yeah. And he also did the origami. That's right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. That was totally cute because he took the time to do that. So. Yeah. Like origami. That takes some. You can come give me origami any day. <laughs> <laughs> and then easy i liked easy he was he cool was also one of my top contenders yeah, because he popped through the through the and guess what you know what he looked at all these other past bachelor contestants and he's like i'll take your salmon colored jacket and i'll raise you a suit three-piece salmon colored suit on yeah. that that's on on the history so like i think what was it last season someone wore a salmon colored jacket, jacket. and i think the season before that someone yeah had and then that. they were borrowing it with yeah. the, all the other guys were borrowing it so it was a meme for some of you that know you know and if you don't it was just kind of a joke that was within the franchise and so then he comes out with the whole three-piece salmon suit and we're like okay and it was very well fitted but he just seems very fun he's a mama's boy he's honestly seems very sweet and genuine as Mm -hmm. well goes to church every sunday and super great sense of humor yeah so i know that if if anything they will keep him on the show because he keeps people entertained so i I like that about him oh and then the guy with the crazy jacket i can't i think his name was jay but honestly i felt oh yeah he was too attached like already like stage five clinger y'all and then like most other guys like took off their props after they finally like met her he Mm -hmm. kept it on and he's like this is my way i think he said like this is my way of showing the commitment and i was just like Mm. i get it you're i don't know if i want that kind of commitment (laughs) oh yeah but also like i think they take a picture at the end like everyone together and he left his straight jacket on for that picture yeah i saw that on the gram so oh well okay i i don't know about that some of y'all might i mean y'all might change my opinion some of you might think oh that's sweet but honestly i think that's too much attachment too quickly that can be unhealthy so you just kind of want to watch out for that sort of thing as well it's sweet but unhealthy sometimes and then the dude in the knight in shining armor first of all who's cleaning up the mess afterward yeah Mm -hmm. oh his name is chasen he's the most chasen looking chasen i've seen i've never even heard of a name called chasen i don't know but i picture who i pictured if when i heard that name i was like wow he looks like a chasen i don't know why but he looks like a chasen (laughs) (laughs) and then there was oh the guy that came out in the bubble ed Yeah. Oh, and then the villain, or well, they portrayed him to be well, uh, Yosef. Yosef, yeah. So here's my thought. I know, and he uses, which is cute. You know, I'm glad you have a daughter, and I'm glad you're putting it out there. But I felt like he kept using that quite a bit, or the way they edited it. It's like that's the constant point that kept coming out or stood out to me. And on, I don't know, from him, my initial, when I first saw him, even before we even saw their interaction with all the other guys, I did not get a good vibe from him. And I'm all about the vibes and the auras that are sent mm-hmm. my way. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I just feel like there's something shady about him. I don't, and on, I have not read any of Reality Steve. I have not read anything. I haven't even researched any of these guys. Mm-hmm. I've actually been really good about not looking ahead. I kind of want to be surprised with everybody else. With him, I just don't trust him. Yeah, he, he seems like drama to me. Drama. And then after that, we have oh zach with the fart ring box 
Oh, no. Not, not, not cool, funny. dude. Nope. Not funny. Don't do it. Mm-mm. Oh, another one that stood out to her was Brandon because he was the only one that kissed her on the cheek. Oh. He must have some Latin in him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Latinos mm-hmm. are all about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then finally, Dell comes out of the limousine. Oh, Dell. <laughs> Duh. Duh. The man of the hour. The man. And, okay, this is, these are my first thoughts. And this is me. I watched it on Monday when it came out. I, my first impression of when I saw saw them and maybe it's because I already knew how this is going to end in a way I did get chills and I love the way that he lifts her up like he was embracing her and he was actually genuinely thrilled Mm -hmm. to see her and then the fact that she says, I knew it. She feels like she's met her person. Like mm-hmm. they, And like I said, again, you always go back to editing and how they do it. But the fact that she had that kind of emotion and she said, I mean, all these other guys, like I've been excited and everything and it's been awesome. But when she met Dell, she's like, I blacked out. Like, I don't need, she's like, did I say, did I say, what did I say? Yeah. With everyone else, she like knew she wasn't nervous. But with Dell, it was like love at first sight. I guess much. that's what love is. Is that what love is? Because I'm always on the search. Like, what is, what, how does it really I think feel? love is how you define it, okay? It makes you feel like nothing before. Oh, I guess so. Well, that goes to show I've never felt it, so yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Love comes in different forms. It could be love at first sight. It could be, like, you get to know a person and then you fall in love with who they are. I mean, I've had that situation happen, but, like, for her, whenever she just, like, walked up. Uh, and then when she's like, I think, she's like, I think I met my husband. I started tearing mm-hmm. up because I felt that like i felt her the energy that she brought out i truly felt that and i was like oh my gosh it was a beautiful moment it was and i honestly was more happy because i was almost i can't wait till i have that feeling it was more of an excitement of enjoy of like that that feeling is out there you just it's yeah. like you're excited for her because you can't wait to feel yeah. it yourself it gives you hope it really does but honestly i did tear up because I'm so excited to feel that for someone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, poor dude's after him. Yeah, like, who are they who? who? I didn't even write anything else after them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how memorable it was. I was like, ooh. Yeah. And then after that, I was just like, she's just giving us a lot of hope, especially us women that are in our 30s and haven't met that person. Which and I feel like in our generation is quite a bit of us. It is because I think, and I've always said this, anybody that's talked to me about it, I've always said that because of dating apps, and because of social media, it has made it so much harder for us to act for men and women to give each other the right amount of attention. Because mm-hmm. we're so like, oh, okay. And you find one flaw and you're like, mm, okay, let me go to my next option. And let me go. Dating apps are like buffets. Yeah. You always have more, but then at some point you're just like, get tired of it. And then you get off and then you come back to that binge again. Yeah. And it's a replay over and over. Whereas you don't give people that time. Like it's the old days, it's like you just meet someone, you kind of get to know them yeah. and feel their vibe. Yeah. But it's like you, you, your mindset is different than what it is today. I think today it's like, oh, well, if it doesn't work out with this person, then I can all, there's always other people. But the reality is whoever is put in your path, give them a shot. You yeah. don't, you don't know what could, could or couldn't be. I think that's the issue nowadays too, is like with these dating apps is like people are literally judging you off your looks. And I think that's the worst kind of thing. Cause I could, I'll tell you if some of the friends that I've had, if I, cause I was on Bumble BFF for a while and mm-hmm. I was like, and I'm not going to lie. I, yeah, I did judge them. And I was just kind of like, Oh, we would never get along. Cause I feel like they'd be too girly for me or too into this. And I'm like totally into different things. But some of the friends that I met while I was in Austin, I feel like I would think that exactly of them, but yet we got 
along very well and it's crazy you don't know because a lot a lot of times different personalities do mix very well because you give each other that balance that Mm -hmm. you need so i just feel i blame myself too because i I'm going to call myself out here. Do it. Yeah. I have done that where it's like I look at someone like mm, I dismiss them because I don't think they're anything. But it's funny because then later on I'll meet them in, in real life through friends or whatever or, or organizations or gym or what. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, they're actually really cool. I would have totally dated him. Yeah. But it's like you didn't even give him the time of day on the app. So it's stop being in this fast paced world and actually just take time to really put yourself out there and really try to get to know someone. That goes for both men and women because mm-hmm. men, y'all are notorious for just ghosting, ghosting. Yep. but women are just as is guilty of it too because we allow it let me get into and they me, be going for free dinners y'all let me get into my ted talk <laughs> real quick we women have allowed things to go too far and men where we allow things to kind of keep going keep going and then that's they become disrespectful but it's because we've allowed it Mm -hmm. we didn't set the boundaries from the beginning we've allowed people to be okay with casual relationships when in Mm -hmm. reality deep down we really want something more meaningful Mm -hmm. what the heck guys like we have to stop that if you want respect you have to set boundaries with guys from the beginning and you have to show them like you really want something serious not mm-hmm. cave in and go ahead and sleep with them and go ahead which not, there's nothing wrong if you want to by all means do you boo mm-hmm. but if you really want something that's long lasting and sustainable you have to really set those boundaries from the beginning and be like no i really like this person and i don't want to screw it up by getting physical first mm-hmm. it's like get to know that person and who they really are what their goals in life are what their dreams are and see if your family faith finances all that stuff if all if like all those things align with what you are looking for then do it and i'm a, i'm a big proponent about really looking for who you are and really writing down and i know they said you you can't be too picky but it's like it's almost like writing down the person that you wish to marry like ex- to the detail like who you what you want their personality to be mm-hmm. like and then put it away just like alicia had done on your previous um guest yeah yeah she like, wrote it down she manifested that manifest out. it like you put down like i want my man to be chivalrous and open doors for me and i want mm-hmm. him to like look me in the eyes and i know mm-hmm. that i'm home and i want him to do sweet little things thoughtful things for me and the biggest thing which claire said a line that i will not forget and that was she's like i'm not looking for perfect i'm looking for men that show up and i think that speaks volumes because showing up means that you're a true mature intellectually and emotionally mature man that knows how to communicate Mm -hmm. and knows what he he's looking for he you know no one's perfect none of us are and we have flaws Mm -hmm. but it's about looking past those flaws and seeing the person that they are and that they will be right but also don't make the mistake of falling in love for what they say they're going to be Mm -hmm. if you don't see the actions that go along with it and also like red flags like listen to those things okay if Mm -hmm. you see them don't ignore them because you think oh they'll go away or oh Mm -hmm. it'll get better like stop lying to yourself honey stop it yeah don't do it like it's it's so i can honestly say through my dating endeavors i've started to be more realistic like i know what i really want in a man and then i because usually i'll get sucked into the lust of it all and then i'm like oh and then i start imagining what the life will be like mm. you which paint is this a, picture in your head exactly mm-hmm. so i have this beautiful painting in my head and then that's what i fall in love with mm-hmm. and then the reality they're showing me who they really are and that people will show you who they really are you just have to pay attention that's true yep Little otherwise things you will end up with someone mm-hmm. and later on like regret it or be like I, that's not who i wanted to marry right but it's like the reality is that these people show people show you who they really are and who they're going to mm-hmm. be 
it's just you being open to seeing it right plain right. and simple so don't paint that big picture just go with the flow and see the person for who they really are yeah and don't set these massive expectations because mm-hmm. that really ruins it all don't there. set expectations at all like don't set an expectation or an outcome just kind of go with the flow or the pro i think you just kind of have to go with the process but know that you have standards and boundaries that right. you don't want broken exactly but don't set expectations because they always 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 will fail you because you already painted a picture that's right and so don't picture paint your pictures ladies and gentlemen okay just let it play out okay let it paint itself as it goes and then dell whenever they were doing their Mm one-on-one he was like they share actually quite a bit or Mm -hmm. like i said again this goes back to editing and i guess how everything played out that's how they edited it to like kind of show us the storyline so we're not all like (gasps) Mm -hmm. what the heck but because there's so much that happens when they're they're filming this like there's a lot of things that are happening and they can't put all of it in the show right but it's going to be pertinent to how the outcome is but anyways they share like family he seems very mature they're both empaths yeah i think they both connected over the fact that their families i think her mother and his sister both were unhealthy or they had like medical health issues Mm -hmm. and so they kind of connected over that so you kind of see like how close you are with your family so yeah and and that's big for a lot of people always pay attention to both women and men like how close they are to their families because what if they don't have a family then what and then pay attention to like what they value like do they value Mm -hmm. friendships connections lifelong you know relationships that they have there's a lot of ways to be able to see that but i like the fact that that things seem to be very aligned with them and it's like like she said claire's essentially manifested this person because she's held out for this person and she's done the work you can tell she's also spiritual in a sense because she talks about vibes and i'm i mean i'm all about the vibes and the energy that Mm -hmm. i feel from a person and i truly try to take that into account when i'm meeting anybody brand new but anyways i was loving the energy and she's done a lot of work on herself and she truly believes this will work and she believes that 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 she's gonna find her husband here yeah i mean look she's been waiting all her life like it's time why not why not now right and then oh and then let's just briefly talk about there's there was some drama between joseph and tyler c and it's joseph joseph i'm sorry joseph Yosef and Tyler C. And honestly, was that necessary? I really don't think so. I think they could have just... I think they were creating the drama for the episode. Like, come on. Like, you have to have a little bit of something. Like, you have to have get people entertained or keep people entertained. Okay, that's just the way the world works, honey. I guess, I guess you're right. Maybe, you know, if you've seen... What is that show? It was on Lifetime about how these shows really work and how oh, the producers... Oh, yeah. I forgot what the show was called, but it was on, like, who. Yeah. What it was. So the producers essentially tell them certain things so that they mm-hmm. can they know who to... And they have a psychologist and I think a therapist there on site, so they know how to play people. But anyways. Yeah. So gaslight folks over there yes so but anyways tyler c essentially brings up the point that he knows a mutual friend or somebody that he knows that apparently was being dm'd by joseph and he found that kind of disrespectful joseph with a daughter don't forget okay oh with the daughter (laughs) so apparently he he felt like that was kind of not right and so he but tyler c did the manly thing and he took him to the side Mm -hmm. he didn't just bring it up in front of everybody Mm -hmm. like well he kind of did he kind of did but then he took but then he instead of like maybe have an argument right there in front of everybody he's like okay let let me go can i talk to you he was just clarifying like what he had heard Mm -hmm. and was verifying that that's that and then i think that after yosef had the conversation with tyler they should have just nipped it there 
But I guess Yosef had some sort of uncertainty that he felt the need to go tell Claire. And in one sense, this is fine, I guess, because Claire, she nipped it in the butt and immediately mm-hmm. spoke to both of them. And she's like, "This, that's that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, did Yosef have to do that? Not really. I mean, I feel like he kind of did. You know that it would have came back around to her eventually, whether it would have been through Tyler C or through one of the other guys. Like, they would have done that. And so it's probably better for it to come from him than to come from the other dudes, right? Yeah. I mean, for that, yes, you are correct. But then in another sense, it's like, that was before you were even on the show. What you do before you go on, you will actually meet Claire. It really but it was during matter. quarantine while they were quarantining. So technically, you're already there for her. So why are you DMing? You know what? He's a man. He's going to do what he's going to do. And you're a woman and you're going to do what you're going to do. That's no excuse. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. I just thought it was unnecessary drama, to be honest. But you're right. They needed the it's drama. It's for the show. It's for the show. It's for the show. And anyways, Tyler, at the end, and like I said, if you haven't watched it, then you need to go watch it. But this is a spoil. I'm already going to tell you. Here's a spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert is Tyler ends up going home and she keeps Yosef. But I think that was a producer's because she already knows that Dell is her husband, apparently. I think that's producers like picking like, oh, we think Yosef's going to make a better mm-hmm. whatever for the better person for the season versus Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler, he was coming from a good place, but I think he just got caught up in the wind of it all. And then it kind of nipped him in the butt. And now yeah. he's gone so anyways tyler Minnie mcconaughey is gone Minnie mcconaughey and blake the one that got the first kiss oh yeah his mind that's my top two blake and easy oh oh oh, yeah easy i like easy too dale dale seems genuine now if something bad comes out about him i don't know and that's not pertinent this is based on what we saw on the show Mm -hmm. but dale obviously blake and easy are probably my top three that I really, really liked. And, yeah. I, and like I said, this could all go back to editing. But either way, could have been a, a boring show. And considering it was a pandemic, I think they did a great job keeping mm-hmm. the show going. And mm-hmm. the guys were there for a reason. I think it's going to be an interesting season. And I can't wait to keep having little conversations. The next ones won't be as long. I think I'm just going to give you a brief a recap. Like a recap of the most interesting things. And then give you my thoughts on whatever happened. And then move on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. That's right. But what I have have learned like i said is if you are older do not give yourself crap for standing up for what you believe but i also do believe that we all need to work on ourselves do some self-work mm-hmm. do some self-love and be in a total place where you love yourself completely yeah that you didn't even remember like oh what because mm-hmm. when you love yourself that energy and that positivity radiates that you will attract the right person but also put out in the universe like put the optimism out there but don't yeah. put the expectation yeah, I think that you're, that's a massive like truth and reality is like a lot of people really need to learn to love them. I'm I'm a big I I will admit I don't love myself enough and so I probably don't do what's best for me because of that. So everybody out there, you need to learn to love yourself because you will continue to do the wrong things or pick the wrong person or whatever the case may be and you'll never truly do what you need to do or want to do because you can't figure that out. So the first step in figuring out you is learning how to love yourself Mm -hmm. then everything else just kind of falls into place amen sister preach 
Yeah. And the biggest thing is do self-help books. There's actually affirmations on Spotify that you can listen to. You can record your own affirmations. And what I do is I put sticky notes in my bathroom mirror so that mm -hmm. I say these things every single morning to myself because it's automatically starting my mindset to be in a positive place and to remember to love myself mm -hmm. and who I am and what I've become thus far yep. versus hating and thinking about what happened. Remember Self-loathing or whatever the case is because a lot of people do that. They look at themselves and they don't love who they are in the mirror and that's, that's true it's tough so, so just remember to be graceful with yourself and really don't look at your flaws look look at all the other great things that you have mm -hmm. because if you really want to look at it look at all these other like my sister and i were watching was it foot doctor mm -hmm. on hulu and there's people that have real issues that they can't even walk because they have all these other issues going on it's like be great grateful for who you are gratitude goes a long way and then like that quote I think that was in one of these um, animated movies, but it says, Yesterday was, is in the past, tomorrow is in the future, <laughs> <laughs> and today is in the present, and that is the gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I butchered that, but y'all get the point. <laughs> That's her new quote, y'all. She made that one up for y'all. Yes, guys. So that is our episode for today. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I know this was a little lighthearted and we were just talking all. It was more about loving yourself, knowing who you are, and taking an example from Claire. Yes, she's made mistakes, but she's at least admitted that she's worked on herself. And she truly now mm -hmm. at 39, she knows who she is. She knows what she wants. And, she, and hey, I really do hope that things work out for her. And mm -hmm. I hope she proves all these other haters wrong mm -hmm. because it's like, it will go to show that working on you, being your the best version of you will truly take you and help you meet the right people that you need in your life that's right all right guys and this week's inspo seed is from the instagram page love april green and the quote is when you make a conscious choice to be happy no one can take it away from you because no one gave it to you you gave it to yourself and that is by april green she's on instagram i'll tag her on it remember like no one can take happiness from you that's right you if it's already there no one can take it you are the decider mm -hmm. of your happiness and your joy so don't allow anybody to rob you of that and if they try to you just say goodbye yeah look it in the face and be like bye and walk away y'all it's been a pleasure thank you for listening in on another episode of life is full of daisies with my guest norma thank you for having me i hope you enjoy it i wanted it to be like said lighter a little bit more fun you know nothing too serious we did talk a lot about self-love and really finding you who you are and i hope that you got little nuggets out of it but anyways this is it for today's episode Y'all have an amazing day. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram on Life is Full of Daisies where you can DM me or you can email me at hellodaisy at gmail.com. And don't forget to go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review because it continues to help me grow this podcast and reach out to a bigger platform. And y'all are amazing. Go love yourselves. And don't forget to be kind along the way and do an act of kindness. Bye!